Greetings, everyone. I thought I would try something new and drop something fresh in the Dynamic Nonprofits feed. So uh, this is a little uh, experiment or a test. Um, let me know how you like it. You know, the other day I was thinking that every year I probably see about oh, hundreds of different mail pieces, both from organizations I work with and other organizations. And I've probably looked at thousands over the course of my career. And um, having looked at that much mail, it gives you a really unique perspective. And you know that when something catches your attention, you know it's something really unique and special and, and maybe something that um, you've never seen before. So I thought it would be interesting if I broke down some of the um, my favorite mail pieces, some of the most impressive mail pieces that I've seen over the years. And... Um, and really kind of dig into the mechanics of them and talk about uh, the science of them and what I like. Because one of the things I think we need to do a better job talking about when we're talking about mail is that um, you know, we can't let the narrative control itself that direct mail is dying and stagnant and, and stodgy. And the re reality is, is that direct mail is extremely dynamic and the science behind what makes direct mail work is so fascinating and there's so many moving parts and so many things that can be tested. I mean, I honestly think that it's equally dynamic as digital and I think we need to do a better job of telling that story. So um, I want to try to contribute to that by breaking down some of the mail pieces that have caught my attention over the years. And I'm going to start today with maybe one of my favorite mail pieces of all time, and it comes from an organization that I have a tremendous amount of respect for, the Wounded Warrior Project. I'm sure most of you are familiar with them. They have helped over a million vets over the years, um, ranging from things from mental health to uh, physical rehabilitation, from war injuries to uh, job placements. Um, they do so much as an organization. And a big part of that is their direct mail program to go along with their DRTV and their event sponsorship. It's an organization that sponsors uh, events with um, sports leagues like the NFL. So they have a tremendous profile, but direct mail remains a big part of what they do. And um, this mail piece that I'm looking at in front of me, sitting right here on my kitchen table, um, <clears throat> the first thing I noticed from it right away is how plain it is. And I don't mean that in a negative sense. I mean that in a sense that this is an organization that, um, that, that does hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue every year, helps uh, an incredible amount of veterans. Uh, most people know who they are. Their logo is iconic. But here you have a mail piece um, that it really does appear to be homegrown. It's um, got a, a thinner paper stock. It's really something that you would kind of send from your home office, or if you have a small nonprofit and you're uh, you have a very uh, grassroots operation, and people are you know sending out fundraising appeals by hand, uh, that that's the kind of paper stock that this is. Uh, it has a label on the upper left hand corner that's from uh, an individual, uh, Michael S. Linnington, um, uh, and it uh, has a meter and it has uh, a three cent and a two cent stamp. So. They do a great job right off the bat of recreating kind of a homegrown grassroots look to this mail piece. And what's so effective about that is you would expect this if it was coming from your local food pantry. But when you see something that looks like um, somebody took a lot of time and attention and care to send to you and it's coming from an organization you recognize, I think it's that much more impactful. 
Um, it's a windowless envelope with a with the stamped uh, name and address on the front. And <clears throat> when we go inside, the the first thing you notice, and this is uh, it, it's such a it seems like a, such a minor touch, but it's something that. I think is just so impactful on a mail piece, especially from a big organization like this, is the uh, you, you pull it out and you have the reply card on top and they actually have two paper clips in place and they're clipping um, some stickers. Uh, one says, thank you for my freedom. One has the Wounded Warrior Project logo on it. The other says, uh, duty, honor, courage, commitment, integrity, country, service. And those stickers are paper clipped to the reply card. So again, it uh, reinforces the theme that this is something that was put together by somebody by hand. And, you know, it's really interesting with direct mail. Uh, when, when you look at this type of authentic, homegrown approach, it, it's always fascinated me whether donors truly believe that this was assembled by hand or <clears throat> when they respond to it, if they're um, just giving the organization credit for making an effort to be authentic, um, you know, somebody I really respect in the industry recently told me that good direct mail gets the donor to suspend um, suspend disbelief. So, in other words, um, intuitively they may know that this is a mass-produced mail piece, but they're willing to suspend that because the piece is so immersive and so compelling. So. Uh, we have the paper clip with the stickers. Um, there's also um, a, a sheet uh, paper clipped on the back, which has some Wounded Warrior Project um, uh, uh, stories of vets who have been helped by them. So I'm going to take the paper clip off. And uh, first, I'm just going to open up the letter here. And uh, right at the top, you have the logo. There's a George Washington quote. And um, this particular mail piece, it's only two pages, or it's one page, front and back. Uh, it has the, uh, the voucher reply up top for an ask, um, $10, $15, $25, $35 ask strings, and um, it has $25 circled. Uh, so it's highlighting that amount. And this mail piece is telling the story of a Purple Heart recipient who was helped by Wounded Warrior Project, uh, Anthony uh, Villriel, and I hope I'm saying that correct. And uh, this vet was uh, badly injured in Afghanistan, so it talks about his story. Um, he was injured in an IED explosion, had burns over 70% of his body, had 70 uh, surgeries, and it's talking about this and diving into his story right off the bat. And on the right-hand side, there's a picture of Anthony. And um, it shows him um, after he, he came back from combat and you see the, the physical wear of his injuries. And, um, you know, it, 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 there's, there's a little bit of controversy when you use pictures that people might find upsetting or disturbing. Um, there are other organizations that do this type of thing. American Leprosy has a picture of that. Uh, Smile Train has done it. And... I think it's it's really effective and it's really um, a, a good technique that helps you stand out. But really, um, it really highlights um, the impact of your cause and the people who really need to be helped by it. So I think in this context, the way that Smile Train does it, American Leprosy, 
Um, it's done in a very, very classy way, very dignified way. Um, I, I think it's a really strong technique, but there is always a little bit of controversy when you use pictures that are a little bit disturbing or could uh, upset your audience. But the, the reality is when you have an important cause that deals with difficult topics, sometimes you need to do that to get attention because, remember, we still need to stand out in the mailbox. We still need to get the donor's attention, um, get them to emotionally invest in the story if they're going to make a donation. So I, I like the way that it's utilized here. Um, the mail piece is also personalized by the town that you live in, so it frames it as um, a town-level drive, which, again, I think is really effective in this context because it's extremely personalized from an organization that um, most people know exactly what they do, so I think that's a really effective element here. Uh, it talks about how a lot of people put ribbons on their cars and uh, wonder if they can do something more to support our veterans. And um, then it goes into Wounded Warrior Project, talks about how they uh, touch lives from uh, people in your state. In my case, that's New Jersey. And then it goes into the first ask on the mail piece. It says, uh, Anthony knows the difficult path to recovery, and today he strives to help other wounded, wounded veterans as they continue along in the rehabilitation. What a tremendous hero. And then it says, I hope Anthony's uh, generous and selfless spirit inspires you to give uh, of yourself for those who gave you the precious gift of freedom. And then it asks you if you want to give 10, 15, or even $25. Um, talks a little bit about some of the various injuries and um, traumatic injuries that servicemen and women come back with. Uh, talks about traumatic brain injuries, amputations. Um, severe burns like Anthony has, nerve damage, um, dis permanent disabilities, and uh, the stress that they have to endure with coming back from a, from a, uh, a war zone. So it does a really compelling job, uh, really getting you to be, uh, to, to have empathy for everything that uh, the men and women of our armed services go through when they're overseas and what they have to come, come home to and the challenges they have to face when they do that, especially if they're injured. And then it starts to dive into some of the things that Wounded Warrior Project actually does for um, our veterans. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, but uh, they talk about when uh, vets are in the hospital overseas, that they get care packages from Wounded Warrior Project. When they arrive home, they um, give them backpacks full of clothing and toiletry and other comfort supplies to uh, welcome them back, and then they offer additional services to help them start to uh, build their lives and their careers back home. And uh, it, it draws um, a not too specific, but a very holistic picture that Wounded Warrior Project uh, really does take care of vets on many different levels, and it's not just a one-time uh, a one-time service that they're providing. It really is a holistic approach to helping them um, reacclimate themselves when they come back home. And then it urges you to go to Wounded Warrior Project's website. And I, I would encourage you, if you're listening, to do that as well, because normally this is not something that I encourage because I've seen a lot of examples of webs of uh, mail pieces which uh, really push a website and go and ask the donor to go and sign petitions and do things online. And, and it usually you end up getting diminishing returns because in most cases, I feel the more you ask the donor to do, the less you're actually going to get from them. But in this case, um, I, I like it 
because the website reinforces a lot of themes of the letter. It also adds a tremendous amount of value to what the organization does as a whole. So one of the things about this mail piece that's unique is that they talk about general themes about Wounded Warrior Project, what they do, but they don't actually um, talk a lot about their specific missions or their specific projects. And then if you go to the website, it lists everything in detail. So somebody that might be going through this that has the capacity to make a major gift, they go to uh, the website. There's tons of complimentary information there, um, personal stories. Uh, they talk about things like job placement and, and mental health and, and, and all the various areas that Wounded Warrior Project works with our vets on. So it really is a, a good value add. It's a seamless experience. You can tell that they have uh, some degree of unsiloed fundraising going on there, that there is a connectivity um, between the mail piece and the website and, and actually DRTV too, because if you see their campaigns, again, very consistent messaging, very consistent feel with the mail piece. So if somebody goes from one platform to another, uh, there's no disconnect there. Um, then it uh, discusses some ways that the donor can help uh, show support for our veterans. I think this is really interesting. It talks about flying the American flag, especially on patriotic holidays, attending parades, or, or even organizing one, writing a letter to the newspaper in support of America's troops. And I really like that because it positions the organization as as really being advocates for um, our vets and for our active service, um, our active service personnel in general, not just uh, to their specific um, their specific niche or cause in helping vets, but it really uh, positions them as advocates overall and, and sending the message that even if you can't uh, donate at this time, here are some other things you can do. I think that's a really powerful message to send to the donor that uh, we're not just in it for the donations or the specific programs that we do. We really care about the vets as and, and our troops as a whole. Um, so I think that's really powerful. Um, and then it wraps things up, um, saying the greatest casualty is being forgotten and uh, asks you to thank vets in your circle and um, and then asking people through their gift of $10, $25, or $50 to help change the future for an injured veteran. And um, then it has the, uh, the uh, signature from uh, Michael Linnington, who is the CEO of Wounded Warrior Project. He's also Lieutenant General, a U.S. Army, retired. Um, and then a very, very, very strong PS. Um, and we all know how strong uh, PS is in direct mail appeals. And I'll read it to you because I think it's tremendous. Grenades, bullets, and roadside bombs wound the bodies and minds of warriors serving in the current conflicts. The injured return in pain and they need our help. Your gift today carries your concern to our wounded who need to know you appreciate their incredible sacrifices. Thank you. And um, I, I like that because it, it really, again, it draws the picture of the challenges that our troops and our veterans uh, face both home and abroad. And it positions your gift not just as tangibly helping them in the mission at hand, but as a show of support, which I think is a really powerful message. And just another minor detail as we're on the back of page two, um, the upper right hand corner, this is actually on the back of the reply card has a quote straight from the heart to the donors of Wounded Warrior Project. The only thing I can say is thank you. You've changed my life. Uh, Dan Nevins, Wounded, uh, Wounded Warrior, 
It's got the symbol there, Better Business Bureau, um, a GuideStar label as all. So those kind of little details, uh, great value adds. Um, there is an insert. Um, this was paper clipped to the reply when I opened it. Um, it has a quote from Anthony uh, Villreal, uh, and then it also has a more extensive quote from Dan, uh, Dan Nevins. And um, this one is, is really powerful. Um, it, it says, uh, Wounded Warrior Project has given my daughter her dad back, and Wounded Warrior Project has given me the chance after injury to be a great dad and, uh, to another daughter. I owe all of this to Wounded Warrior Project. Um, and then it, it goes on some more. Uh, just a, a really, really powerful quote, uh, powerful endorsement, and uh, really just emphasizing the tangible impact of Wounded Warrior Project. And, you know, the thing that, that really drives home with this mail piece is you have an organization that's helped over a million veterans. And look how powerful this message is by focusing on a single story. They use a second story as a value add, uh, added impact. Um, but it just goes to show you that um, you, you really have to get at the heart to get people to um, to really uh, to to really connect with your cause, and and that's often done through personal stories, and uh, that's significant with an organization as as large as this, who could certainly speak into bigger picture numbers and impact data, but instead they go for individual compelling stories. And um, on the back of the insert, it also says uh, ways to support America's wounded her heroes. And um, th these are all things um, that are not necessarily connected to Wounded Warrior Project. Uh, organizing a parade again, flying American flag, writing uh, to a veteran in the VA. So again, it shows that the organization is... Um, it is an advocate for veterans as a whole. They're not just in it for the donation, not just in it for the specific areas that they work in. Really powerful, uh, really powerful uh, message, a powerful mail piece. And it does so many things well that we talk about in terms of value proposition and focusing on individual stories. Um, you know, it's a big topic of conversation email of how to uh, send emails that look like there's something that came from your friend or family member and are really kind of stripped down and don't have a lot of prod, uh, graphics. Well, that's a technique which has been um, in direct mail for, for at least 50 years, and it's still being utilized today with this Wounded Warrior Project piece where you have a, uh, a massive organization that's kind of become a brand name, uh, especially to people who support veterans' causes. And they're still taking the time and effort to mail a very stripped-down mail piece that looks like it's something that could have come, honestly, from your local uh, local uh, VFW chapter. It, it's very, very effective at getting opened, and the stories inside are, are tremendous. And um, just one more minor thing is that um, I... I like how the organization positions themselves on the top tier of things that you would expect to see in the veteran services um, marketplace. A lot of the asks in this space, as we know, um, because they're going to an older, maybe a more uh, working class or lower income senior demographic, will ask for you know five or ten dollars. But here they're specifically highlighting twenty five, which sends I think sends the message that. This is a prestige organization that's very impactful, and they feel confident um, 
sending uh, or asking, highlighting a $25 ask. And, and I think that is impactful when you're in a marketplace where so many organizations are using premium tactics and things like that to try to get anything they can. It really does stand out. So uh, tremendous mail, mail piece. Um, this has been around for several years. Um, I always pay attention when the larger mailers like this are doing something because you know with the scale that that an organization like WWP mails at, um, it's something that's been tested out. And the fact that it's stood the test of time really speaks to some trends that the rest of the marketplace should be looking at. But uh, it's one of the uh, one of the favorite mail pieces that I've seen over the years. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts as well. And if you have mail pieces that you would like me to deconstruct and look at, I'd love to hear your suggestions as well. What mail pieces have resonated with you over the years? Uh, let me know. Either message me on LinkedIn or you can email the show at dynamicnonprofits at gmail.com. But uh, hope you enjoyed this, uh, this uh, little test. And uh, if you did, we'll certainly do more just like it. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.